Hey, there, fellow Earthlings. Welcome to another captivating episode of Magicastrei, the podcast where we explore the magical world of science and technology. I'm your friendly neighborhood host, and I'm here to entertain, enlighten, and maybe even make you bust a gut with a well-timed joke or two. Today's topic is quite a hot one, I must say. We're diving into the world of wildfires and their relationship with geoengineering. Yep, you heard that right, folks. Fires in the wild serving as some sort of magical geoengineering technique. So grab your extinguishers and let's jump right into the fiery discussion. Now, when we hear the word geoengineering, we might picture mad scientists playing with the Earth's climate like it's their own personal chemistry set. But the idea that wildfires can serve as a form of geoengineering might actually have some legs. And no, not the flaming kind of legs, thankfully. Let's dig into the argument, shall we? The basic idea behind this controversial concept is that wildfires, when left to burn naturally without human intervention, can actually help regulate the Earth's ecosystem. It's like they're firefighters from Mother Nature's Brigade, albeit with the power to transform landscapes into a scene from a post-apocalyptic movie. Supporters of this idea claim that wildfires can help clear out dense vegetation, creating open spaces for new growth. These fires also release nutrients back into the soil, rejuvenating the ecosystem and allowing it to thrive. It's like nature's own rejuvenating spa treatment, but with a little extra heat. But hold your fire, folks, because it's time to discuss the evidence. Studies have shown that there are indeed some benefits to wildfires as a form of geoengineering. For instance, certain plant species require heat from fires to release their seeds, ensuring their survival. So, in a way, these blazing infernos are the matchmakers of the botanical world, bringing seeds and soil together in a fiery embrace. One study even suggests that the absence of wildfires can lead to an increase in destructive insects, like bark beetles. These little critters thrive in areas where wildfires have been suppressed, munching away at trees like they're at an all-you-can-eat buffet. So, in a twisted way, wildfires might help keep these pesky pests in check. Now, it's important to acknowledge the biases and alternative viewpoints surrounding this topic. Some argue that the benefits of wildfires as geoengineering tools are far outweighed by the destruction they cause. After all, these fires can lead to loss of life, damage to property, and have a profound impact on local communities. There are also environmental concerns, such as the release of greenhouse gases and the destruction of natural habitats. So, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, my friends. Well, actually, it's more like infernos and smoky skies. It's time to address the fallacies that may arise when discussing wildfires and their geoengineering potential. One common fallacy is the appeal to nature, assuming that anything natural is automatically good for the environment. But as we've seen throughout history, nature can be a bit of a trickster, throwing curveballs and wildfires into the mix. Another fallacy we might encounter is the slippery slope argument, where people claim that if we start accepting wildfires as geoengineering tools, we'll end up burning down the whole world. While it's an understandable concern, it's important to remember that controlled burns and proper wildfire management can minimize the risks associated with these fires. So, what are the implications and consequences of embracing wildfires as geoengineering wizards? Well, one immediate consequence would be a shift in our perception of these flaming marvels. Instead of scrambling to suppress every fire that breaks out, 
we might learn to appreciate the natural role they play in maintaining a healthy ecosystem. It could also lead to changes in land management practices, with a greater emphasis on controlled burns and a more nuanced approach to fire suppression. By striking a balance between intervention and allowing nature to take its course, we might just find a middle ground that benefits both the environment and human communities. Now, for those of you craving more knowledge on this incendiary topic, I've got some recommended resources for you. Check out Karenin's book Affording Sustainability, adopting a theory of affordances as a guiding heuristic for environmental policy for a deep dive into the theory behind environmental policy. If you're interested in the psychological barriers to environmental action, give Giffords the Dragons of Inaction, Psychological Barriers that Limit Climate Change Mitigation and Adaptation a read. It might just shed some light on why we humans struggle to tackle the big green dragon in the room. And let's not forget tolls the structure of the climate change debate. It's like the blueprint for understanding the complexities of climate change and the various perspectives people hold. Well, my fiery friends, that's a wrap for today's episode of Magicast.ai. Remember, even in the chaos of wildfires, there might just be a spark of geoengineering magic waiting to be discovered. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, stay curious, stay magical, and keep the flames of knowledge burning bright.